<laughs> yo, yo, yo. Angels and demons. Here we go again to master the serious nonsense of flawed opinions. I'm your host, Charlie G. And today we protect our BS with a cigar and cognac for freedom of independence of the actual facts. And if they ask if it's true, I don't know. I wish I knew. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Episode number three. <laughs> what is this? What is this paperwork? <laughs> All right. So today's question for Charos. All right. Let's get that close. All right. Uh, it comes from an older lady this week. And what she is asking, or what she asked me didn't pertain to her, but it pertained to a friend of hers. And so her question for me was, what do I say to my friend who's having an affair with a married man? And I said, yo, wait a minute. Whoa, what? She said, yeah. So she's having an affair with a married man. Apparently, her husband died a while back. And the alleged side dude who's married uh, said, hey, whatever you need, I'm here for you. And her response to the alleged side dude was um, if you're real about that what I need is some sex okay <laughs> so that's how the affair began right he was more than willing to provide her some sex right and now she's in a position where she's addicted to it and she don't know what to do alright so let's dive into this <laughs> oh man I mean, as if I've got any kind of knowledge on this, right? Who, who, who would know? Why would I? Why? Would, anyway. <laughs> All right. So, as we get into this relationship composition, right? Let's figure this out. So, she's lost her husband, and now she needs sex. I'm going to give you three points here. All right. And these are the three points I gave her. Right. There, there are rules to the side chick thing. Okay. Uh, let's just call it that. Three rules to being a side chick. <laughs> and um, <laughs> this really not no, you know, ordination or anything. I'm just saying this is what I think should happen, right? So, first of all, let's let's give a credit for being aggressive, okay? Being aggressive about what she wanted, right? I appreciate that. That was awesome. It's kind of sexy. <laughs> all right, but anyway, first rule: if you're going to be a participation or well, yeah, partic- participate into the illicit relationship of being with someone else's mate, man or female, you got to know that you're the problem, right? So if you're the problem, know these three things. First thing is you cannot tie your emotions to this relationship. That's the first thing. You cannot at all tie your emotions to this relationship. That makes absolutely no sense. That individual that you're sleeping with does not belong to you. So you shouldn't be in any form catching feelings, right? There's no way that you need to be catching. Give me, let me, hang on. Let me get a drink. Oh my God. Mm. Now, if I was to say allegedly that I had a side chick inventory, I would tell you. (laughs) Girls, women, there ain't no feelings involved with this thing, right? That's the disclaimer that has to be out there and it has to be 
concrete. <laughs> there can be emotions, right? That's the first thing. I don't care how long it goes. It's you're only there for a good time. That's it. There ain't no, there ain't nothing else, right? Don't be wishing for nothing else. Stop. What? I guess what I'm saying with that part is stop trying to fulfill. Stop trying to find some fulfillment in a future with somebody who's already locked in a relationship with somebody. They're already engaged with their mate, right? Which brings me to another point. Sometimes these side chick situation or side dude situations turn into, uh, I think you're my soulmate. <laughs> That's hilarious, right? Like, you're going to find your soulmate by getting with someone else's situation, right? Someone else's partner. But that's your soulmate. Hmm. That's going to take a little bit more deeper understanding. But okay, whatever. All right. Number two. <laughs> now, I understand that she lost someone. And obviously our biology uh, means that we need to have that sexual side of us fulfilled. Right? It doesn't go away. Like I, like I said before in the first two episodes. These things don't go away. They're part of our biology. Just like breathing. Right? Just like blood pumping. Things that we don't have no control over. When we think we're controlling things. We're not. Our blood pumps involuntarily without us. Our breathing happens involuntarily without us. Now you can voluntarily say I'm breathing on my own. But as soon as you stop doing that. Guess what? You, the body starts breathing involuntarily on its own again. So you got no control over that. Right? Um... Just like the heartbeat, like I say, you it is involuntary. It is, has nothing to do with you. It's going to happen anyway. So just like our sexual urges has nothing to do with you. It's just part of the biology. So it's going to happen involuntarily. So it's going to happen. But how you handle it is a little different, right? That's what you have control over. And so if you're going to be in a relationship with a, a side person, then you cannot get emotional with the side person. You cannot be like catching these feelings. Even though you know you're just ha- you're taking care of a need, that's what you're doing, all right? So, I guess what I'm saying, if we're gonna be authentic in our existence, we understand that I got a need, but you're just feeling the need, right? And I'm not latching on to anything else you got going on. I don't want to hear about your your problems in your relationship, what this person's doing, what this person isn't doing, uh, because it has nothing to do with what we are doing. What we're doing is just we're banging, man. That's it, and leave it at that, right? I mean, if you're gonna be doing it. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. I'm not judging nobody. I who am I to judge, right? But I'm just saying, you cannot be uh, getting into it that deeply, right? And here's the third thing. Okay, so we understand the biology says our body is gonna have needs, right? And they're sexual, and they have to be fulfilled. Your access in this relationship can't just be when that individual says, "I." want some of that right you can't make yourself available to that person when you know they have a partner you have to have some boundaries and say no you come to me whenever i want you see when you do that you continue to maintain the control in this illicit 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 relationship right you continue to have control and then you don't catch feelings that's part of the reasons you won't catch feelings you know, don't be taking trips and going out to dinner and doing all the stuff that you that you do with someone that you're in a relationship with. And I'm not talking about the side relationship because this is how these things get confusing. Right. You start extracting all these emotions, whether right or wrong, because you've allowed yourself the access to have those things come into your life. 
you did not put boundaries out. You have to put boundaries out. Now, those are the three things that I told her. <laughs> now, whether she's able to articulate to her friend or not, I told her to have a friend call me and uh, I took a look at her in a picture and I said, I'm not interested in her anyway, you know, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so devoted to my woman, man. She's amazing. Right. And I love her to death, man. She already put up with. Oh, thank goodness for forgiveness. Right. Whew, my life's amazing. now. <laughs> but anyway, so I did tell her those three things and hopefully she can find herself uh, a way out of what she's in. Right. Because the question or the the uh, request that she had uh, for her was pray for me, which personally, being that I was one who, some of you know, I have been able to um, be certified as a minister, and I used to minister for about five years, that five years ago, right? Until I understood the church walls when you know the. For my type of ministry, that's not what, you know, that's not who I am. So uh, that's why y'all see me doing traveling and all that stuff. But anyway, so I told her, listen, if you're going to talk about prayer, we're going to talk in the biblical aspect. Let's the esgesis of it of all. Um, yeah, we're not going to go there. I'll just say it like this. Obviously, this is not new anytime on this earth. It is not a new thing on this earth, right? Wanting to be with somebody else's partner. That's not new. Understanding that you shouldn't have strings attached. People act like that's new. Even though it's been around. It's cliche to say. But what happens is you get in these relationships. And now you've allowed feelings to come unencumbered into this relationship. That's part of the problem. Now again, I'm not condoning it or condemning it. (laughs) I'm not putting myself in a position to judge anybody, right? I don't have those legs to do that, right? But I'm just saying what generally happens when we do that, the partner's wife or husband find out about these things. And now it's, it's fiery, right? It's, it's incendiary. That's all right. Incendiary responses come from the other side. Now you've got yourself into a situation. In a lot of cases, it becomes life or death, man. Your, your life is threatened, right? Or their homeland is threatened. You know, the home wrecker situation, guy or girl, it becomes a part of what you were doing for that, for that, um, uh, time of gratification that maybe took three minutes or maybe took three hours you know what I mean that's the trade-off if you get caught doing these things right so that's why I say be very careful with these side affairs they're not really important enough to have unless you understand the boundaries of what you should be be putting out there and and both people are safe because you got to be safe again I'm not condoning or condemning don't judge me don't judge me (laughs) And then if you do get into it, you need to resign yourself from the distractions of catching these feelings, man (laughs) or girl. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) So anyway, try this. Let's let's try before I give you my final point on this. Right. I'm going to give you a final point Um, and hopefully to help. We're going to try like some kind of like, you know, reverse effect. Right. Now, if you were the other person. Would you want this happening to you in your relationship? I don't care about the struggles or the trials that are going on in a relationship. Would you want that to happen in your relationship? So if you ask yourself that in the context of this type of behavior, then maybe you won't catch yourself in these situations like this young lady did. Right. There are a lot of other avenues, man. Men are not scarce out here. Women are not scarce. So the scarcity is not the issue. 
Matter of fact, there's an exuberant amount of, of men and women that are single to this day. So there is no reason to be sleeping with someone else's partner. Right. That's that's that part. Now, here's my final thought on this. If you're an individual that's caught in this situation, what it says to me is that you have conflict with yourself. And what does that mean? That means there's something in you that is unhappy, right? And you can't make yourself, you can't use the external forces of someone else to make you happy. You know, someone can buy you gifts, someone can make you feel good sexually, someone can compliment you uh, momentarily or temporarily, right? Same thing, make you feel a certain way, but it's not long lasting. You yourself have to make yourself happy on your own. And if you're not and if you hadn't found a place to do that, you know, to feel gay, right? Which gay means happy. <laughs> it's kind of funny, right? But anyway, if, if you had if you hadn't found that space within yourself to provide the necessary fulfillment for you, then you're gonna get yourself caught up in these again, these external situations that are not profitable to you. Right. And they're just going to bring more and more problems in your life. And so my advice to you in this conflict and you can't get away from conflict. Let me let me first let me get let me make sure you understand that the Bible say these are short days that we have and and they're full of trouble. OK, they're full of trouble. So there's an expectation that these days we have are full of trouble. <laughs> but you can be content in that knowing that 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 if you're serving a higher source than yourself. Right. If you're serving a higher source than yourself, then you don't have to look within yourself to be perfect because, you know, the, your greater source, which is. And, and I, let me see. I don't know. Because if you Hindu, you know, you, there's a study that you in Judaism, there's a study in Atayo, Islamic uh, or Christian beliefs. You know, there's a higher source for you that you look to. Um, Buddhism as well, you know, which is you know, which language you, you, you're teaching yourself how not to let external forces dictate who you are or who you think that you are. <clears throat> oh, damn. <laughs> Boy, let me get a drink of it. Mm. All right. 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 I need a quick puff. All right. So, again, if you're dealing with conflict, which you can't change. The conflict, you got to kind of let the conflict settle itself within you and then allow it to remove itself from you as well. Right. A deeper way of looking at this is if you think of if I tell you to look at a flower, most of you would think of a flower that is blossoming. You may put color to it, whatever. But most people don't look at the stem or the thorns or even a feel that is interdependent of the flower. Right. And so whenever we're in conflict with each other or within ourselves, we have to understand that's just part of who we are. Universally, we all go through it. It is part of who we are. So we allow it to be, you know, look at it like we're watching a movie. OK, I'm in conflict right now, but I know that this chapter will end. Right. Or this this part of the theater. Another play is coming after this. Right. There's another scene. So I'll get past this without forcing myself to get into another situation, which isn't uh, profitable to me and making me happy temporarily. Right. 
We have to allow ourselves to go through whatever conflict that we have. But again, allow the conflict to happen. Right. Don't force yourself out of it, because if you force yourself out of it, you're staying in the same conflict. Now you're in conflict with trying to get yourself out of conflict. And then you notice that you can't, which is a situation this lady's in. Now, so she's got herself into a situation where she's sexually addicted to this guy. And now she's asking for prayer to get out of it when she's already a conqueror of herself. But that's not really what she wants. She really wants the other person's husband. (laughs) That's what she really wants. And that's not hers to have. And if they ever to get together, that conflict of of wondering if he's going to do the same to her or him, you know, all of that never goes away. It stays there. And so you're never out of that conflict. So in other words, to get out of this this particular situation for her and um, God, I'm running sure I got to get out of here. But anyway, she need to let that situation ride out and then perhaps somebody else will come along who's not attached to anybody, which will fulfill her. That's what needs to happen. So anyway, that's going to do it for today. And um, I hope you I hope you enjoyed this episode. Actually, I don't. <laughs> Actually, I really don't. <laughs> but anyway, peeps, that's going to do it for today. And if you enjoyed this episode, we enjoyed you too. If you didn't, don't care. <laughs> it's FO, baby. But remember, life comes in two. So have a slice of pizza with a friend. Live, love, and laugh at whatever you do. Peace.